Good evening. Our psalm tonight is Psalm 73 on page 428. Evening prayer starts on page 21. Lord, I have loved the habitation of thy house and the place where thine honor dwelleth. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent. According to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Amen. Our grant we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins, and serve thee with a quiet mind through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever amen o lord open thou our lips and our mouth shall show forth thy praise Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 73 on page 428. Truly God is loving unto Israel, even unto such as are clean of heart. Nevertheless, my feet are were almost gone, my treadings had well nigh slipped. And why I was grieved at the wicked, I do also see the ungodly in such prosperity. For they are in no peril of death, but are lusty and strong. They come in no misfortune like other folk, neither are they plagued like other men. And this is a cause that they are so holden with pride, and cruelty covereth them as a garment. Their eyes swell with fatness, and they do even what they lust. They corrupt other, and speak of wicked blaspheme. Their talking is against the Most High. For they stretch forth their mouth unto the heaven, and their tongue goeth through the world. Therefore fall the people unto them, and thereout suck they no small advantage. Hush, say they, how should God perceive it? Is there knowledge in the Most High? Lo, these are the ungodly. These prosper in the world, and these have riches and possessions. And I said, Then I have cleansed my heart in vain, and washed my hands in innocency. All the day long have I been punished, and chastened every morning. Yea, and I had almost said, even as they, but lo, then I should have condemned the generation of thy children. Then thought I to understand this, but it was too hard for me. Until I went into the sanctuary of God, 
Then understood I the end of these men. Namely, how thou dost set them in slippery places, and cast them down, and destroyest them. Oh, how suddenly do they consume, perish, and come to a fearful end! Yea, even like a dream, when one awaketh, so shalt thou make their image to vanish out of the city. Thus my heart was grieved, and it went even through my reins. So foolish was I and ignorant, even as it were a beast before thee. Nevertheless I am always by thee, for thou hast holden me by my right hand. Thou shalt guide me with thy counsel, and after that receive me with glory. Whom have I in heaven but thee, and there is none upon earth that I can desire in comparison of thee? My flesh and my heart faileth, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion for ever. For lo, they that forsake thee shall perish. Thou hast destroyed all them that are unfaithful unto thee. But it is good for me to hold me fast by God, to put my trust in the Lord God, and to speak of all thy works at the gates of the daughter of Zion. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 21st chapter of the book of Job. Then Job answered and said, Listen carefully to my speech, and let this be your consolation. Bear with me, that I may speak, and after I have spoken, keep mocking. As for me, is my complaint against man? And if it were, why should I not be impatient? Look at me, and be astonished. Put your hand over your mouth. Even when I remember, I am terrified, and trembling takes hold of my flesh. Why do the wicked live and become old? Yes, become mighty in power. Their descendants are established with them in their sight, and their offspring before their eyes. Their houses are safe from fear. Neither is the rod of God upon them. Their bull breeds without failure. Their cow calves without miscarriage. They send forth their little ones like a flock, and their children dance. They sing to the tambourine and harp, and rejoice to the sound of the flute. They spend their days in wealth, and in a moment go down to the grave. Yet they say to God, Depart from us, for we do not desire the knowledge of your ways. Who is the Almighty that we should serve him, and what profit do we have if we pray to him? Indeed, their prosperity is not in their hand. The counsel of the wicked is far from me. How often is the lamp of the wicked put out? How often does their destruction come upon them, the sorrows God distributes in his anger? They are like straw before the wind, and like chaff that a storm carries away. They say, God lays up one's iniquity for his children. Let him recompense him, that he may know it. Let his eyes see his destruction, and let him drink of the wrath of the Almighty. For what does he care about his household after him, when the number of his months is cut in half? Can anyone teach God knowledge, since he judges those on high? One dies in his full strength, being wholly at ease and secure. His pails are full of milk, and the marrow of his bones is moist. Another man dies in the bitterness of his soul, never having eaten with pleasure. They lie down alike in the dust, and worms cover them. Look, I know your thoughts, and the schemes with which you would wrong me. For you say, where is the house of the prince, and where is the tent, the dwelling place of the wicked? Have you not asked those who travel the road? And do you not know their signs? For the wicked are reserved for the day of doom. They shall be brought out on the day of wrath. Who condemns his way to his face? And who repays him for what he has done? 
Yet he shall be brought to the grave, and a vigil kept over the tomb. The clods of the valley shall be sweet to him, and everyone shall follow him, as countless have gone before him. How then can you comfort me with empty words, since falsehood remains in your answers? Here ends the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He has showed strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath opened his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 15th chapter of the Gospel of St. Matthew. Then the scribes and Pharisees who were from Jerusalem came to Jesus, saying, Why do your disciples transgress the tradition of the elders? For they do not wash their hands when they eat bread. He answered and said to them, Why do you also transgress the commandment of God because of your tradition? For God commanded, saying, Honor your father and your mother, and he who curses father or mother, let him be put to death. But you say, Whoever says to his father or mother, Whatever profit you might have received from me is a gift to God, then he need not honor his father or mother. Thus you have made the commandment of God of no effect by your tradition. Hypocrites, well did Isaiah prophesy about you, saying, These people draw near to me with their mouth, and honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me, and in vain they worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. When he had called the multitude to himself, he said to them, Hear and understand, not what goes into the mouth defiles a man, but what comes out of the mouth, this defiles a man. Then his disciples came and said to him, Do you know that the Pharisees were offended when they heard this saying? But he answered and said, Every plant which my heavenly Father has not planted will be uprooted. Let them alone. They are blind leaders of the blind, and if the blind leads the blind, both will fall into a ditch. Then Peter answered and said to him, Explain this parable to us. So Jesus said, Are you also still without understanding? Do not yet understand that whatever enters the mouth goes into the stomach and is eliminated. But those things which proceed out of the mouth come from the heart, and they defile a man. For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, blasphemies. These are the things which defile a man, but to eat with unwashed hands does not defile a man. Here ends the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. 
he ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. Endue thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Lord, we beseech thee, grant thy people grace to withstand the temptations of the world, the flesh, and the devil, and with pure hearts and minds to follow thee, the only God, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord. And by thy great mercy, defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, everyone. It's good to be with you tonight. Our passages tonight, they have a, a kind of a theme running through them. And um, the theme that I see is um, the choices we have. And so we have the choice of the wicked to tie ourselves to the pleasures of the flesh and face the terror of them being ripped away in the end. I don't know if any of you saw the movie, The Mummy. Uh, some of us has probably seen it more than once, uh, the Brendan Fraser version. But at the end, the mummy was holding on to everything. And of course, the whatever he needed to continue was taken away from him, thrown in the fire. And, and, and he just turned to sand and melted away. And the picture in Job is, is that that's what happens to the wicked. They may look like they're uh, prospering their whole lives, but in the, in the end, what they've held on to is sand. So our choice is to live and hold on to what turns to sand and, and runs through your hand and, and rips away, or to live by faith and place our hope in the eternal and find true joy at the end. So we can, uh, anyway, Job talks about uh, in this in this uh, passage, one thing to look at, Job, God rebuked Job's friends for their misunderstandings, but not everything they say is untrue. So they did say some true things, but it's all mixed up in this theology. And later in the book, Job gets schooled and straightened out by a God, but not everything he says is wrong. He asks in verse 7, why do the wicked live and become old? And yes, they become mighty in power. And his argument, his friend Bildad had just gotten through saying that, you know, you must be wicked because you have all this bad stuff happen to you and the and good stuff doesn't happen to the wicked and so um his argument in response to that is you, you can't be right or because we see the wicked prospering in this in this world 
And so his conclusion to the argument of Bildad, his friend said, how can you comfort me with empty words since falsehood remains in your answers? And that was from verse 34. And so we search for real truth. And a lot of time the world offers us uh, untruth, truth, I mean, fake truth, and it offers us soothing instead of answers. And so our temptation is to soothe our flesh or to hang on to the things of God. And then as we move into Matthew, Jesus speaks of what comes goes into your mouth isn't what is unclean. The Pharisees were so big on their law and keeping the rules, and they would keep the rules, and they have... Um, they have a whole book, the Talmud, that's, that's probably still not done being written theoretically because it's, it's, um, it was just opinions of Pharisees looking at the laws and, and writing down what they thought about them. And one day I wanted to study the Talmud. I think I'll make that my hobby. And I read about guys that have studied it 40 years and haven't gotten through it. And I said, well, that's a longer hobby than I want. But the point is that they're just looking at how to make these rules. Does this apply here? Uh, they came up with an idea that you could only take so many steps on a Sabbath. And you don't find that in the Old Testament. You find that in their uh, traditions. And so Jesus was... Um, was unwrapping on their on their tradition, saying your traditions come from from all these rules, but they don't come from faith. And so, what goes into you, what you eat, what you and uh, and uh, keeping the traditions isn't what makes makes you or shows what you are. It's not your fruit. What comes out of your mouth is your fruit. And I think um, you know sometimes when when we're in control, we we can uh, put on this Christian act that we do. But sometimes when some real pain hurts, then the real truth comes out. So it's our job to hang on to real faith and not to, not to just hang on to this fake thing that the Pharisees were promoting. And so James wrote, um, Did, do you see that faith was working together with his works and by works faith was made perfect? And so they worked together. And Nicodemus questioned spiritual rebirth, and Jesus gave him an answer. The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear the sound of it, but cannot tell where it comes from and where it goes. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. So what happens is we can't always put together exactly what part of our faith that work came from, because it's like the wind in the trees. But I, I kind of uh, divided them as, as ways for us to look at, at how we live. Religion is following the law from obligation, and it spawns entitlement and resentment. Faith is following the law as a loving response to God's grace, and it gives birth to peace and fulfillment. And the psalmist today answers many of our questions. The confusion of the wicked prospering, or the bigger question is why do bad things happen to good people? Speaking of the wisdom he wrote, of the wicked, excuse me, he wrote, until I went into the sanctuary of God, then I understood their end. So going to the sanctuary of God is important, going to prayer each each day. Contrasted with true prospering is with Jesus. And, and the psalmist wrote, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. And his conclusion, which could be our conclusion, but it is good for me to draw near to God. I have put my trust in the Lord God. And with that, we'll turn to the intercession on page 590. And accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. And may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. 
Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance in better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble, especially those for whom we make our prayers at this time. And do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities, for his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you, Barb and Aaliyah, for leading us, and it's good to be with you all. Thank you, Deacon Bob. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> Thank you. Have a good evening.